From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, November 2nd. I'm Sarah Reith. The Board of Supervisors passed an ordinance establishing an appeals process for cannabis cultivators whose permits have been denied over the objections of advocates who found it inadequate. Much of yesterday's morning session was spent in a discussion with Treasurer Tax Collector Auditor Controller Shamise Cubison about financial reports and how to speed up recruiting staff for her office. The appeals process was on the consent calendar, but Supervisor John Haschek pulled it for discussion. Mendocino Cannabis Alliance Director Michael Katz called in to cite the reasons he thought it should be abandoned. We strongly object to the passing of it as it does not provide an equitable appeals process for local licensees, does not allow continued cultivation or operation during an appeal, does not address the outstanding vegetation modification issues, it does not include previously directed board amendments, and it does not reduce the likelihood of lawsuits against the county. County Council Christian Curtis said the ordinance only applies to people who never got their permits and that there is a different appeals process in place for those whose permits are being revoked. That's a process that does allow continued operation during the revocation process. There's a hearing at the end. You know, Once they have the permit, um, essentially it's a different footing in terms of uh, what has to happen in terms of investigation, penalties that are assessed, or any, any rights that are taken away. What we're talking about here is a situation in which someone never had a permit. At, at this point, you know, three to five years of review um, were ultimately determined by the department not to be in compliance and not able to obtain a permit. You know, as it stands in the ordinance right now, that determination is final. Um, and once that determination is made, they have to stop. In other cannabis news, the cannabis department is moving from the Ukiah campus on Logap to the Willits Justice Center this month. The desk will be closed from November 14th through the holiday weekend to resume on November 28th at the new location. Some tension came up in the discussion involving the board, CEO Darcy Antle, and Cubison, who relayed in great detail how much work she has to do with limited staff as supervisors press for year-end closing numbers, carryover, and answers to questions about uncollected cannabis tax. Cubison complained that the reports she gets from the CEO's office do not appear to have been reviewed carefully, and the board directed Antle to make sure they've been scrutinized more closely before they get to Cubison's office. Wendy DeLong, an employee under Cubison, told the board she thought the planning efforts were a little late. If you had come up with a plan for this, and there was a transition plan in place, things would have been a lot smoother if you would have got the employees buy-in, if you would have got some cooperation, if you would have timed it correctly. We would not be in this position that we're in right now of just having this desperate lack of people in these two departments. Supervisor Dan Jurdy said he was especially interested in filling positions that would result in more local tax collection. Cubison said when she gets the high-level analyst she needs, she expects the new hire to spend a certain amount of time on that task. So it does have to do with that. It also has a desire to work with some of the reporting um, needs that we need for the, the cannabis and the property tax. So, you know, being able to have an, you know, an analyst to be able to help assist with the, the data uh, reporting and, and analysis in terms of the collection side. Um, I can't say exactly to what percent, but I would say that it probably would be about 50% related to, to the revenue side of the house and, and in making sure that we're either collecting what we should be or reporting or, or able to report on it. Supervisors Glenn McCordy and Ted Williams expressed their wish for a speedy hire. Well, it just makes it sound like this is a really critical position, and it should be the number one position probably that we're trying to recruit as a county right now in, in terms of, uh, you know, upper-level management. So I personally 
urge the board to support moving this forward as fast as possible? Well, I think I think we probably all support that. It's a matter of what can we do to expedite it. Um, Supervisor McGordy, do you feel like you haven't answered your question, or do you want us to light, light a bigger fire? <laughs> light a bigger fire. Yeah. So, C CEO Antle, what is the procedure for fire lighting? It depends on um, what you're looking to do. We want to um, we want to we want to fill this position ASAP. Human Resources Director William Shirt said the analyst's classification was changed in September. Now it needs to be changed again, which means that at the earliest, the county could have a list of qualified applicants ready for review by the middle of the month. An auditor appraiser position is still flying or out for applications until November eighth. Cubison said she recently hired an assistant from the private sector, but the new person doesn't have the skills yet to contribute to closing out the books on the fiscal year. She said that in addition to a shortage of staff with government accounting qualifications, which is endemic throughout the state, the complexity of the situation means that she has no estimate of the carry-forward from last year. I don't have any sense I'm not prepared to issue a, an opinion, you know, one way or the other at this point. There's still a significant number of entries that need to be made and transfers, um, you know, the, the board directed that money be moved to, um, you know, the designated reserve for certain purposes. There's still designated reserve adjustments that need to take place for the, the use of the PG&E funds. So there's not just a couple of things left to, to happen. There's still several, several entries that could swing something in a different direction. And I'm not comfortable, you know, providing a guesstimate as to what we're, what we may or may not have. Cubison said she expects that number will become available when she closes out the books, which she hopes to do by the end of this month. But she was less optimistic about the usefulness of spending staff time on collecting another unknown amount. If you want the Treasurer Tax Collector's Office to step up collections on cannabis that's, you know, long past due or has extremely large interest and penalties associated with it, I'm not sure that's going to be uh, an entirely fruitful process. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news, with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.